Newcastle Brown Ale was launched in 1927, and a 1960 merger of two breweries afforded the beer national distribution, leading sales to peak in the United Kingdom during the early 1970s. The brand then underwent a resurgence in the late 1980s and early 1990s when student unions began selling the brand. By the late 1990s, the beer was the most widely distributed alcoholic product in the UK. But by the 2000s, the majority of sales were in the United States, and the Brits didn't like that too much. So what did they do? Let me scroll here on Wikipedia (laughs) to find the second point I was going to make. Okay, so in 2000... They renamed the beer Newcastle Brown, with the, quote, ale being removed from the front label. Why? This change, only in the UK, was due to market research claiming that the term ale was outdated and costing the company sales in the youth drinking markets. Just goes to show you folks, sometimes when things aren't going well, you've got to rebrand. So thanks for tuning in today <laughs> to this episode of Brisk Bottles. <laughs> Not a hitch in that whole operation. <laughs> <laughs> cheers, me. Hey, cheers. I think I've done worse intros. I'll tell you that. That much is true. And the joke at the end was good. So you it's got all it. worth it. Brisk bottles was was worth the whole. Uh, it's, just a, it's all about the difference. Yeah, the start, the start was so bad, and then the <laughs> the second part's like okay, and then it's like holy shit, that was a great punchline. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. You may have fucked up the intro. Astute listeners would know last week, I, I, I didn't even use our right microphones. We were recording out of our yeah, computer mic the whole time. We're bumbling idiots. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, that's part of the show here we at Brisk Bottles. Drunk. Brisk Bottles is going to take the nation by storm. All we needed was a rebrand. <laughs> Welcome to Brisk Bottles, folks. As you heard in the intro, today we're drinking Newcastle Brown, Brown Ale. Ale. The one and only, the one and it only. On the it's a UK beer, but this says brewed in Holland. Which last time I checked is still in the EU. I don't even know if they are actually. Well, after but after Brexit, uh, Holland has nothing to do with the UK. Actually, well, England. well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I, I understand. <laughs> Current events, uh, heard of them? Oh yeah, drink cold. It says at the bottom of this. That's oh, wow. the first thing that caught my eye. I like that. I like to. Yeah. Uh, what's your take? Do you like brown ales? I think so. Yeah. I don't typically like ales like, you know, India Pale Ales and such. Yeah, yeah. But this is fine. It's a nice drinkable thing. It's closer on the spectrum to like a easy, like a Pilsner or something more drinkable. Like, Yeah, yeah. Um, it's got like kind of a red tint to it, which is nice too. Yeah. It's like a little wine-like. Yeah, but it, it it's not offensive or strong by any means. So, Oh, no, yeah, yeah. I not was, in flavor or anything else besides the color is what I meant by the wine thing. Yeah, the other- Get off my back. <laughs> Some of us make mistakes, okay? I'm sorry. Never never me, I'm though. I'm sorry. Uh, I always like beers that look and feel like they should be uh, like an intense beer mm, and then yeah. end, up being, end up being more subtle. Like Guinness. Like Guinness does that really well. This is another one where you're like, oh, shit, I'm in for a Newcastle. Mm-hmm. And then it's really refreshing. Uh, for whatever reason that... I, the they they just have like smoothness with them, just like yeah. last week's beer. You'd day. think brown ale in, brown ale out, but really it's brown <laughs> ale in, well, wheat water out. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. What was the saying? I gotta I gotta see see a man about a dog. <laughs> yeah. So in parts of the UK, I also read this on the Wikipedia page. 
parts of the UK, this beer is known as um, Dog. Uh, dog. Yeah, the nickname Dog, alluding to the British euphemism of seeing a man about a dog, which generally means you're going to take a shit. <laughs> So you're yeah, going to go get go some brown ale out of you. Yeah. That's good stuff. I think it's really good stuff. I, I don't like thinking about brown ale as my shit. <laughs> yeah, but. this also says, which I made a reference to in the grocery store earlier, mm-hmm. uh, some call Newcastle Brown. Oh, that even says on here. Some call Bru- Newcastle Brown Ale the dog, brune, or nuki brown. But we just call it smooth brown deliciousness. <laughs> which is also what I call my shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cheers, Cheers, mate. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's good stuff. Yeah, a little poop humor. Um, is there an origin with the one and only, or is that just just their slogan? Okay, so I was reading a little on the Wikipedia page. I got bogged down in the details, which I don't like to do. And it says this Real blue journalism. star, yeah, <laughs> capital J, this blue star on the front, is it signifies the five breweries that made up Newcastle originally. So apparently oh, okay. five breweries combined to start making this at some point. It does say it was brewed by a third-generation brewer, Lieutenant Colonel James, or Jim, or Herbert Porter. Okay, okay. And, and But I still don't really understand the one and only. I didn't see anything about that, Joe. <laughs> see, so the answer to my question was just a different point. The I, there's something about, like, this, this beer came about because somebody was trying to replicate another beer that was popular at the time. Okay. They didn't do well in replication, but this is what came out of it. Uh, and then other people tried to replicate this and couldn't do it. And so okay. I think that's where the one and only probably comes okay. from. Okay. Yeah. Well, replication or not, mass market or not, this is a a, a damn fine beer. I, I, I honestly don't think I've ever had a Newcastle brown ale in my entire life. I know. I was saying that. Like, I've always yeah. seen this on the shelves. Never picked it up. It's never stood out to me as like, oh, I should try out. that. Yeah. Like it's not it it's in that category of beers that is neither cheap beer pong beer, mm. which we right. have referred to as deplorables, nor is it like you know craft beer where you go local. And I never reach for these types of things. Heineken's in that category. This mm-hmm. is a lot of beers that we've done totally that are similar to that. Um, fat tire, but yeah, I, there's there's really no reason not to. Uh, I, I guess there is like who's your market. If you're Newcastle, right? I mean, the kids, as you heard in the opening, <laughs> if you were listening, well, I, sells I very well in student unions. <laughs> That's and then great. they wanted to rebrand or connect with the kids. But I would say it sells well in student unions then because it's like the cheap beer over there, right? Maybe. This is like their. No, their... student unions here, though. It was popular with young kids here. Oh, now that I misunderstood. So here's another part that I didn't read. I left it a little something wanting. So Newcastle Brown Ale is perceived in the UK as a working man's beer with a long association with heavy industry, the traditional economic staple right, of so the Northeast. Yeah, like a cheap beer then. Utility and, beer. Yes, exactly. And in export markets, it's seen more as a trendy premium import and is predominantly drunk by the young. Right. Yeah. So yep. So their market originally was this is their Budweiser or whatever. And now to us, it's... Your only market then, because it's not our Budweiser, so that didn't translate. It's not a craft beer, so the IPA mm-hmm. heads out there, the hop heads, are, hey. aren't going to get their fill. Hophead Nation, sound off. Uh, or malt men. Hop heads or malt men. Uh, but uh, it's it's neither it's neither the cheap stuff or the good stuff. And, and so it, it's in no man's land. I think its only chance here would be if it takes some sort of PBR revolution to it. You know what I mean? Like if it somehow becomes trendy and hipster, which apparently it is in student unions, but yeah. I'm unaware of that. Our student union did not drink this. No. 
Well, it's got a little red, white, and blue action, but the yellow kind of throws it off. That doesn't mm-hmm. make it as iconic as PBR, certainly. Right. But a, but a rebrand, as the we talked about only. the top of the show, a rebrand could maybe do it. But for whatever reason, I feel like those the hipsters latch on, there is there is no rhyme or reason. It's just a roll of the dice and then mm-hmm. somebody wins. Mm-hmm. But Newcastle really hasn't. So I think that's why it blends into the shelf. It does. And it was kind of thrown over there on the right side, like between the imports and the shit light beers, like the shittiest light beers. Yeah, that's where exactly. it was at the grocery store. Right. It so that says no it place. all. Right. We yeah. got to fight for its spot on the on the shelves. Well, it it deserves a spot on the shelves because it is good. But again, it's not like there was something about last week's the Red Burger uh, that was was not overbearing, had not like a ton of flavor, but like was mm-hmm. super smooth. That's not quite in this, and I can't put my finger on what that is. But it's not quite there, is it? No, no. Because I, I mean, an ale is different than a pilsner. It might be as simple as that. It might be, and I think it's more of an a, a UK thing, like ales, like this this kind of like brown or darker maybe lager. I don't know if Americans have latched onto that as much. I don't know. We like shitty piss swine, or yeah. or we're hopheads or malt men. Yeah. <laughs> right. You're gonna start a civil war between these beer lovers, Joe. <laughs> hey, cold cans nation's been been warring for for years between whether they're uh, brisk n- bottles, please. Sorry, we're trying to connect with the kids. Brisk Bottles Nation's been warning whether they're uh, 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 jumping for Joey or nodding for Nick. (laughs) Nice. Or necking for Nick if you're 18 and over. (laughs) (laughs) But in the state of New York, he only had to be 15. Or jacking for Joey. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Jerking for Joey. Jerking for Joey. Uh, This this is not that kind (laughs) of... Program. Yeah, this is a new day. This is brisk bottles time. It's brisk bottles. We're going to shed all that bullshit. Uh, no more vulgarity in this Mm-mm. show. <laughs> Seconds after I say I've had enough. And we're going to care about the rankings. We're going to talk about mouthfeel more. Mahalo does my mouth feel when I drink it. I, uh, Did you say mahalo does my mouth feel? Mahalo. Mahalo. <laughs> how does my mouth feel? Show me how mouth feel. Show and, me how that mouth feel, girl. And we're going to take this show more seriously. That's how we're going to generate revenue. Are we going to take ourselves more seriously Yes. Now? I'm done. I'm with, done being a clown. We're not going to shitpost our lives. No. That, that You know, I was listening to uh, uh, Doughboys, who we often rip off on this yeah, show. Yeah, great show. And they had an episode with this guy, Bugmane, mm. which they claimed was- Putty sauce. Yeah, they claimed it was, it was polarizing. Perfect. We're both <laughs> pro-Bugmane. Of course. I think he's great. But anyway, he, he made a point of like this whole podcast, do, he was talking about Doughboys, mm-hmm. is just you guys shit posting your lives. <laughs> like you're, you're being like ironic with like, you know, with like taking fast food seriously, even though they do right. take fast food seriously. Right. I think we're doing the same thing. but Maybe we're shit posting, but they make tens of thousands of dollars on that show every episode. Well, we're hacks, though. <laughs> that's, that, that's the difference. Right. We're not funny. We have no connections in the industry. But we're not good at this. I we think we're plenty good. Two minutes ahead of the show. I think we're, we record out of our computers instead of the <laughs> microphones sometimes. I apologize, last. So. Last week, listeners would know that Nick was a little hollow, and that's because the microphone was facing me. <laughs> and uh, hollow, yeah, Nick. on the mics and in my soul. Thank and you. I, and Thank I, you. Yes, it was not Mahalo. That's uh, actually that why we had to hollow. rebrand. 
Yeah, because we 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 were at a point. The new low is we were forgetting to even turn the fucking mics on. <laughs> That's rock bottom. Uh, but we're back. We're back with Newcastle Brown Ale. And it, brisk boys are here. Brisk bottles. Brisk bottles. Brisk, brisk bottles, boys. But we still, even though we may be back, even though we may be rebranded, we still have a segment where we're gonna eat food with while we drink the beer. But in this rebrand, that would be called eat eating um eat eating skeet. Oh, eating skeet. Eat or skeet? <laughs> eat while you skeet. I don't know. We'll come up with it. Yeah, we're, we're working come to on you. it. But anyway, we have a, a what was formerly called Parable or Terrible, and this is a... I've never been able to say the name of this candy. It's a chocolate bar. How do you say it? It's Swiss milk chocolate with honey and almond nougat. And I believe it's pronounced Toblerone. Toblerone? Yes. Okay. I would. We've all probably seen these. It's the a triangle of chocolate. Classical triangle. Classic triangle shape. Um... And, and this one came, there's like a half of it gone, which is weird. It came like that. Interesting. A little, somebody had nibbled a little into mouse that at the grocery store. A little mouse at the grocery got store. Got into it. And you will a little see. Mouse when you had low blood sugar was getting cranky. <laughs> You'll see. They oh, spell out okay. Toblerone across, because it's like little ridges. Because I think those, Toblerone, doesn't it mean mountains or something? I don't Toblerone know. I of know Switzerland. I don't know. Let's take a picture of these. But ridges yeah, get a little picky pick. A little picky poo. Picky poo from Nicky Poo. Okay, that's the Toblerone ridges. Toe boy. And it's missing the E. Huh. Because a little mouse had already gotten a couple of these. Yeah, that's odd. Break me off a piece of that Toblerone. (laughs) That's where they could have caught on better. Yeah, they could have. Because we were both saying we've never, like, reached for these. We always see them anywhere there's candy available. Much like a Newcastle brown ale. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. 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 How's it going on, Joel? Oh, he hasn't tried the beer yet. I'm gutting it. Hold on. The okay. chocolate was great. Mm-hmm. Oh, it went really well with the beer. Oh, wow. Yeah, it does. It has like a, so it's got a little bit of a, if you've ever had a Nestle crunch. Yeah. Um, it has like that, whatever that crunch substance is, I would assume it's just sugar. Well, no, it's like, oh, in here you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, that might be the um, honey almond nougat, mm. I would assume. But nougat, is nougat hard like that? It can be. If it's dried out, like, it doesn't have to be the stuff that's in a Snickers bar, you know, to, like, really... Or a Three Musketeers is a better example. But this... Dried out and hard, that's... (laughs) I've never... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. That was good. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) The Brisk Boys are back. Ooh, oh, yeah, this is if, a new show. The, God damn it. <laughs> what, what if we're the Briss Boys? Dried <laughs> 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 out hard. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, listeners should know. The Rodeberger from last week, well, it's still on the table because this is a back to back, baby. Oh, baby. <laughs> listeners had no idea. This chocolate is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Why are people not eating Toblerones? I think it's. I think it it's seems little, intimidating because it's so long. It's intimidating, and I think it's a little formal. It's a little foreign, mm. formal and foreign. Yeah, yeah, both. And, and people are like, "Give me my Hershey's." Right. 
It's something because this is you do have to chew it. Oh. That nougat is like, like get stuck in your teeth like a butterfinger almost. Almost. God, it's but good though. It really is really good. Ooh, you know who this is owned by? Mondelez Maybe International. Oh, what does that mean? <laughs> they own uh, Nabisco, which makes Oreos. Mmm. Heard of them? You're a you're a big Oreo brand boy. <laughs> the bo- the the boba. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners uh, love our acronyms. <laughs> oh, wow. So uh, Toblerone was created by Theodore Tobler in Bern, Switzerland in 1908. Okay. He and his cousin developed a unique milk chocolate including nougat, almonds, and honey with a distinctive triangular shape. The triangular shape of the Matterhorn in the Swiss Alps is commonly believed to have given him his inspiration for the shape. However, according to Theodore's sons, and he has many boys, many sons, <laughs> the triangular shape originates from a pyramid shape that dancers at the Folies Bergeret created as the finale of a show that Theodore saw. So that's much less fun yeah, that's than if it was the Matterhorn. So he went to a show and yeah. they made some pyramid. Okay. And that was the most rotted up he'd ever been <laughs> in his life. And so he crafted his chocolate after it. <laughs> okay. Okay. It made it unique, though. We were going to change yeah. this show, goddammit. Enough with the rotting up. Sorry. <laughs> That's the old me. That's the old me. Yeah, this we is take the new time me. to change. Give me a piece of fucking chocolate. Well, I was gonna break. You yeah, can break have that one piece. I've touched that one, and it does melt quickly because this is milk chocolate. This is the O on the Toblerone, and we've been eating back to front, uh, mm-hmm. taint to tip. So the Toblerone was independent until 1970, and then they merged with the makers of Milka to become Interfood. <laughs> <laughs> Interfood. Interfood. Man, almighty. Oh, this oh, is here good we go. Candy, though. It is. The product's name is a portmanteau combining Tobler's name with the Italian word Tron, a type of nougat. Oh, okay. I mean, so maybe it's Toblerone then, if that's an Italian word. I like Tarone. I think that I dislike portmanteaus more than I dislike puns, and that's really? saying something. Yeah. I love portmanteaus. Do you? Portmanteau, I believe, is a portmanteau, right? Is it? I think that's, that's the clever little wink that whoever invented it. Uh, I think words are so fun, Joe. I know. It's your whole shtick. Um, are you looking it up? Is portmanteau a portmanteau? Oh, yeah, it is. Because yeah. it also means a large trunk or suitcase typically made of stiff leather and opening into two separate parts. Um, oh, wow. Oh, oh, my. <laughs> Oh my God! What are you lo- investigating? Did you know that Fill Motel is a portmanteau of motor and hotel? A motor hotel. <laughs> Interesting. No motor. The fuck sense does I that don't make? know. Like like oh, probably that motorists right? You can you can you can drive up and your doors right uh, in front of you. Yeah, I bet that's it. So it's like a it's like a drive through hotel almost. Like you drive right up to your door, you fucking enter. You murder someone, you get out, and you <laughs> drive away. Yeah. And you continue your life in the universe of no country for old men. <laughs> okay, so the etymology of the word is the French uh, French portmanteau or something. From porter to carry and manteau cloak. Yeah, so portmanteau is... Is, yes, sort of a portmanteau in, its, in itself. Okay, that's fun. Sort of. How did we... What are we talking about? Oh, Toblerone got us. Toblerone, yeah. We should we should so wrap it might up be Toblerone. Terrible, Maybe I should say uh, Toblerone pronunciation. Did you ever see that person who had a YouTube channel that, and then they purchased so they would be the top slot anytime you type in something pronunciation, 
they had a YouTube channel that would say the word incorrectly. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty good bit, actually. Man, that's shit posting. Your that's, life. That is shit posting. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? Why, why bother? What? Why bother with that? Toblerone. We was right. It is Toblerone. Okay. That's that's from Emma saying dot com. Who also has Which a YouTube channel. Maybe the very person. And then the top comment, of course, this is not how you pronounce Toblerone. <laughs> <laughs> well, is that So the... then, then the person in the comments says it's Toblerone. Toblerone. Which would make sense because it's told you from an Italian word. This is all why nobody buys candy. So we say Toblerone. No, you're right. You're right. That people are intimidated by it. I was intimidated by it. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm really people. glad you bought it. I'm people. You are. I'm one of the Brisk boys. You... I'm just a person. <laughs> I like to party and watch skin get cut. <laughs> um, yeah, let's wrap it up. That's very parable. Yes? Very parable. No, 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 no. no. Um, I see you're done with beer there, Joe. <coughs> I loved this beer, but I there's something kind of missing with it. But well, okay. you got a six pack, Joe. Well, um, if you got to do one, don't do one because I don't want to do one. Oh, okay. Because well, if you do one, then I have to. Yeah. Okay. I got to get home making pork today on the grill. Mm. I'm going to put some marinade on it. Nice. Oh, on the grill. Yeah. So you're going to Instapot, yeah. pressure cook, and then get yeah. a nice little. No, I'm not going to Instapot there. it. No. Oh, not at all. Not doing ribs. Joey's famous ribs. No, no. What time is it? We're it's 7 20. So I got to. <laughs> you're usually eating dinner by 5 30. I know. I'm very upset about this. Wow. I told I told my wife uh, to, to have a late lunch because well, we we're better be wrap here. this up. All right. Toblerone. Um, very parable. Newcastle. All good. I don't have a. Uh, mailbag this week. Oh, nobody's getting at us. Get at us. Well, we have done Cole an episode. Podcast. <laughs> uh, well, true, since we last week, yeah, since last week, which was recorded twenty minutes ago. Um, so I say we just breeze right to those rankings. Yeah, baby. let's do it. Uh, I'm sick of this shit. I'm okay. a Chris boy. Are you, are you wild or mild about it, or are you somewhere else? Oh no, a lot of mouth totally. sounds right now. <laughs> <laughs> <Keep from you. laughs> We're so sorry. Listener. Oh, that is gross. I'm uh, I'm probably uh, wild about it. You are wild about it. Yeah, okay. I think so. I think um, so. Okay, so usually when we do that, we'll read like God, are you at how the did top session of the fall of so the, far? I probably the bottom of wild. Okay, so let's read. Let's read the. I got my the spot. last five of. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to read the last five. It, or is it in the last five, the wild card, that's number 24 through 27? No, it's not that far down. Okay. But it could be, maybe. Um, I didn't look that far down. I just saw one that I wanted to put it ahead. Freeman, Fremont Parkland Pills. I'm but behind Liney's O. But behind Liney's O. So, hey, get in line. Their, <laughs> well, we're looking at there's number 18 and 19 on the list. So this would be your new 19. So that means it's better than Boston Lager. It is. It is better Stella. than Fremont Parkland Pills. Yeah. It's better than Stella. Better than Stella. Better than Stella. Oh, boy. we got to wrap this summer up. Summer Shanty. Better than Summer Shanty, although I think that's criminally low I still. know. Um, okay. By the way, 3.32 out of 5 on Beer Advocate or OK. OK. Any interesting uh, reviews or anything like that? Anybody? Yeah, here's a fun one from Scotty P88, July 5th, 2018. <laughs> Okay, why review, question mark? Sometimes you need a good <laughs> slash light after mowing the lawn cold one. It's not expensive and it's decent. End of review. Okay, why review? <laughs> I love how introspective these reviews get on BA. 
what am I doing here? I'm sitting here at my my computer. What what is, what is the yeah, meaning of this? Yeah, why am I doing this? Why don't I go to bed and lay with my <laughs> wife? Why don't I do it? Why can't I sleep at night? <laughs> why don't I go to work every goddamn day? Pardon my language. That's the old boys. That's the old boys. This is the yeah. brisk bottles boys. If I were dry and hot, I'd be there with my <laughs> wife. <laughs> but here I am, right in this Newcastle. I go mow the lawn, I come back, I drink one. Look, that's it. 3.62 out of 5. Okay. <laughs> All right, oh, I'm yeah. good with this. Let's slot this motherfucker in at number 18. <laughs> it's our number 18. That's right in the middle of the wildcard territory. Okay, that's fun. I think that's totally fun. I think it's totally good. By the way, in pop culture, okay. a Newcastle Brown Ale sign was seen in the movie Sully, in a scene where Sully enters an Irish bar. <laughs> that's so a little Newcastle, piece of trivia for Newcastle you. Newcastle paid uh, the, Apparently, the film Sully. Yes. You don't know, you always wonder how that works? Chronicling Sully Sullenbuck. Yes. No, his, I don't wonder how it works. Some producer. You think it's always there. product placement? Or is it yes. like filmmaker has this vision? Or is the marketing team of the I think movie that, always overtake that and say, no, product placement, for sure? I think if it's some art house movie mm-hmm. that like Joaquin Phoenix did for, right. for $5,000, right. it's probably the vision. I think for the, the chronicling of the journey of Sully Sullenberger and his... His history of his life. Uh-huh. It's uh, the marketing team says, "Let's let's step in." Probably. Here. Hey, Beer. Tom Hanks. Hey, Tommy. Tommy Hanks. <laughs> Gotta love him. <laughs> I don't know why this. <laughs> I had to get that little piece of pop culture trivia. I love it. All right, we did it. We we made it through, it's, Joel. It's number eighteen. It's number eighteen. Also, a little piece from that Wikipedia page. <laughs> I told you, folks, in two thousand, they removed ale. They rebranded. Well. In 20, 2004, to little fanfare, they re-added <laughs> They tried the an IHOP. They brought it back in 20, 2004 when they realized that the change made no difference on sales. <laughs> <laughs> so what the hell? We'll be back to the cold cans next week. <laughs> The Cold Cans Podcast is recorded in the Overcast Room at Cloud Studios in Seattle, Washington. Visit cloudstudioseattle.com 